Uh, is it true that uh, you can see through anything? Uh, yes, I can. Oh, well, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And that you're um, totally impervious to pain? Well, so far. What color underwear am I wearing? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I embarrassed you, didn't I? Oh, no. I did. No, 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 not at all, Miss Lane. It's just that this platter must be made of lead. Uh, yes, it is, so? Oh, you see, I, uh, I sort of have a problem seeing through lead. Oh, that's interesting. Problems in first name. Hmm. Uh, do, uh, do you have a first name? What, do you mean, like, uh, Ralph or something? No, no, I mean, like, uh... Pink. Um, sorry, Miss Lane. I didn't mean to embarrass you. Oh, <laughs> you didn't embarrass me. Um, uh, what's your background? Uh, where do you hail from? Well, it's, uh, kind of hard to explain, actually. See, I'm from, um, well, pretty far away. Another galaxy, as a matter of fact. I come from a planet called Krypton. Huh? Krypton. Oh, Krypton! With a C-R-I? Uh, no. No, actually, actually, it's Krypton with a K-R-Y, P-T, Nguyen. K-R-Y. Do you like pink? I like pink very much, Lois. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is a New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-hosts. This is uh, Luscious Eli. Ah, let's fucking know. <laughs> hey, gotta have a porn name just in case this podcast shit don't work out. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're back with another episode, and it's a pretty uneventful episode, even though you had a big budget movie come out a couple weeks ago, and you got a big budget movie coming out a couple days from now. But other than that, it's kind of, eh, kind of meh, you know. But until then, a lot of other stuff happened that we were able to fill in time. And I hate to start the episode off like this, Eli, but we got to address some some bad news. Um, yeah. Yeah, we just... We, just we, were, we were going... Yeah, we were going on a, a good streak for a while. So right. You know. It's not like 2016, you know, with bodies piling up left and right. You know, it's kind of messed up. But basically what happened now is that uh, Superman actress, my Lois Lane... You know, I don't know about you, maybe some of you young books out there might be small of a fan, but my Lois Lane, the one I grew up with, Margot Kidder, has passed away today. Uh, she was 69. I didn't get any details on, you know, you know what she passed from. Uh, just kind of want to just briefly talk about, you know, her life and what she celebrated. Good thing about Margot Kidder, like I said, a lot of people know her from Lois Lane. She's Lois Lane. It's Lois Lane that uh but the funny thing is eli, eli that she actually has some other roles other than that that were pretty iconic too yeah horror fans know her from like black christmas and sisters and uh 
Amityville. Exactly. Like, and that came out before Superman. See, the funny thing about Superman when that movie came out, like they wanted Christopher Reed to be an unknown. You know, they wanted Superman to be somebody you've never seen before. So that's why they turned down Robert Redford, who tried out for it. You know, stuff like that. They didn't. They didn't want him. They want an unknown like Chris, Christopher Reed. But what they did is they surrounded him with other well-known established actors like Gene Hackman, who won two Oscars before then, you know, Ned Beatty and Margot Kidder was another person in there, you know, that yeah. that was well-known at the time. So, yeah, she had got her name in, in horror movies, not just horror movies, but she was actually like in a lot of TV shows. Like you go by uh, Starsky and Hutch, you know, she was always like, you know, the hot chick because in the 70s, Margot Kidder was fine as fuck. <laughs> Like people don't I like. Yes, I, yeah, I, I always, I always thought she was a little on the homely side. That's just. Well, me, I mean, in, in <laughs> the in the eighties, okay. In the seventies, no, she was. Yeah, she was there. I, yeah, in the seventies, I, I put like, it in. There. I like. I did like her as. I mean, her Lois Lane was spunky and kind of took charge, and she kind of didn't take shit. You know. Yeah, I, I did like her. I did like her as Lois Lane. You know? Yeah, and it's funny. And like, yeah, the, that's my. Yeah, my Lois Lane too, because I never watched I never watched Smallville or Lois and Clark or any you know, other Superman shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and, and like the, the other things that came from that Lois Lane were like the fact that she can't spell and kept missing deadlines and stuff like that and kept bragging about a Pulitzer. Like these are qualities that are in the Lois Lane comics, you know, today, you know, that started with, you know, Margot Kidder. I don't know if she added those stuff in as part of script, but the fact that she just added that stuff in there and it was. You know, it was pretty cool. And then, you know, her flying around with Superman, stuff like that. So, yeah, all that was uh was pretty good. That being said, like I said, we are today. We're not going to name the date because we don't know when this is going to come out. But we'll just say this. Past weekend, we got to celebrate Mother's Day. Hopefully, you got to celebrate Mother's Day if you did. If you, if you call your mom or whatever you did from there. Um, you know, like I said, this is it. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. And I'm pretty sure we did this last year on one of our other podcasts. But uh, best comic book mom? Oh shit! Yeah, you did put me on the spot last year, and I I I clammed <laughs> up like I am now. I'm choking. That's comic book mom. Uh, fuck Aunt May. Fuck it. Did I, was that my answer last year? I can't remember. I can't remember what you picked last year. I know what I picked last <laughs> last year. I I know I I know what I picked last year. I'm gonna go with it again. I'll say uh, I'm not gonna I'll, go with it again. Comic okay. book comic books. Comic I'll go book with that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can go with I may. You can go with I may. I may is cool. I can't remember who you picked last time. This time I'm gonna go with a different answer. Last year I picked Martha, but I'm not gonna go Martha again. You know because honestly, the DCEU at this point is not even fun to make fun of it anymore. It's like it's like you know it's being a dead horse. Just move on from that. So I'm gonna go <laughs> with Talia Go. Okay. Yeah, not not the best mom in the world, but. Hey, she's Batman baby mama, so that counts for something. She's, she's you know. cool. She, I guess she's cool. Yeah, she's cool. She, <laughs> she's she's a hot mom, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, a milf and a half. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Milf. That's what I'm saying. She she she's milf for the year, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that being said, uh, anything else we got to just nothing really. So I guess we can just move right into the uh the next part of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, we're gonna move to the next part of the podcast. We're gonna talk about the box office numbers, and like I said, this is a barn burner. We got to heat up. We actually had a couple changes going on. We're gonna talk it briefly. So, number one at the box office is Eli. Give it to me. Infinity War takes it again. Bam! Infinity War takes it again. So we are back there with another Infinity War. Uh, now to make it more interesting, 
any I don't need other numbers. I don't know what the hell is going on. Oh, just let you know, Infinity War finished. What is that? Uh, finished at sixty-two million. So it actually did under a hundred thousand. So it feels like it's uh, you know, it's hit its stride. And it may, may be too soon to call doom and gloom, but I feel like it's hit its stride, you know. Uh, we'll come back to Infinity War and break down some more numbers in, in a while. Uh, number two is Life of the Party. W- what the fuck is this? I don't even know. Okay. Uh, I, I, I never even heard of this shit. Well, whatever it is, it hit number two. So uh, number three is Breaking In. That's the. Uh, that's that movie I was telling you about. That's that it's movie like you were telling movie. me about, yeah. Because I remember yeah. you telling me about it. I was like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Then I, I was watching TV and I saw it. I was like, well, that shit looks stupid. But then I thought about, it, like, oh, that's the shit he was talking about. Okay, so yeah, it's like another get. It's like a, a horror movie for black folks. The oh, white yeah. folks broke broke. No, no, no. The, let, let's know, correct that. Black women. <laughs> I'm not seeing this shit. <laughs> they know their demographic. They know their audience. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, like the, the 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 bad guys take her kids hostage or something. She's got a is fight she like back. ex special forces or something? I mean, is that something I need to know about this or something? Yeah, getting what's it called? Getting in, breaking no, in, breaking in, breaking out. It's not like a a dance movie or some so shit. It's like, I don't op- <laughs> like it's the opposite of get out, right? <laughs> not get out, break in. Okay, <laughs> like I think it makes you cool yeah. or something like that. Like if they told me like she was special ops or something, or she was like an ex merc or some shit, you know, an assassin, and she's like, you know, like an ex ninja or some shit, then it'd be cool. But she's just, yeah. just crazy mom would run around and I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. First off, that shit ain't believable anyway. You tell me they got these four or five thugs and they're gonna and this mom is gonna just sing her and take everybody like she's Rambo? Come on, fuck <laughs> out of here. Um that means yeah. it. Uh number four, we have Overboard, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know what any of these fucking movies are, man. That's the that's the remake. The overboard, remember the Oh old, yeah, with Goldie uh, Hawn and who was it, Kurt Russell? Yeah. Yeah, it's an it's I I don't know who's in it. Was, oh, it's uh uh Anna Ferris's uh, she's the, the oh no no movie. I meant the old one the old one it was I knew it was Goldie Hawn and yeah, Kurt. Old, yeah. Kurt Russell was in yeah Kurt I, I Russell figured that. and Hawn. the new one is Anna Faris yeah Star Lord's ex wife and I don't know who the other dude is it it doesn't matter uh number five is a quiet place uh like I said I guess that's still hanging still in I haven't gone. seen it but people are saying it's like the greatest horror movie in years or whatever so I don't know seems pretty cool Jim from the office yeah. Uh, number six, I feel pretty. The Amy Schumer movie still hanging in there. Whatever. Uh, number seven is Rampage rock movie. Nobody's seen it. Probably the best video game ever made, but uh, that's not saying much. Uh, number eight is Tully. That's the Charlize Theron movie where she's playing like a hillbilly or a redneck or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't. I, I don't know, know that. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> num- yeah. Number nine is Black Panther. What? What the fuck? Black Panther's out on digital now. You can watch it at home. You don't have to go see it anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, eventually no. it's going to, they're going to have to eventually pull it from the theaters, eventually, you know. And so Yeah, it's not like, like the old days where you would, yeah, shit didn't come out on For like video six for like months or some shit. You have to wait yeah. forever for that shit, you know. Now this shit, yeah. they don't even wait for it to leave the theaters. They just, just drop it, just put it in there. You know, uh, it officially yeah. comes out on on Blu-ray today. Like I said, we're recording. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I've checked with my local stores like Best Buy, stuff like that already sold out. You can't even pre-order it. Damn. So, yeah. So it's at the theaters. 
and people are selling out of it. And I, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, right now for this month, my sales team is doing a contest right now. And the contest right now is going on. They're saying, uh, okay, we're going to split everybody in four teams. You know, to make it fun, we're going to let every, all the team uh, members name their teams after Marvel characters. Okay. Somebody goes, okay, I want to be Iron Man. Okay. I want to be Deadpool. Okay. I want to be, uh, fuck, uh, Black Panther, whatever, like that. And I say, well, okay, y'all walk out with some shit, you know, or whatever. And I say, well, I want to be Team Killmonger. And my boss says, no, you have to be a Marvel character. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, so number, okay, what the fuck is it? Number 10 is RBG? The oh, hell? the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. That's what that is. Who and what and why is that? What is she is since she's Supreme Supreme Court Justice? Was she? I don't know. I didn't, is that what she is? I don't. I need watch more of this shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's. She's a. Uh, uh, yeah, political documentary. Yeah, we, we are not historians, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving past that, now, I do want to say something. Good job for Black Panther because Black Panther actually surpassed Harry Potter this week. So now well, it is, it. yeah. So it is now number ninth overall of all, all time, which apparently last week it was also number ninth of all time. <laughs> the reason it stayed <laughs> the same even though it passed because Infinity War wasn't on the mark uh, in the top ten then, but it is top ten now. So let's go to Infinity War. Let's break down some of these numbers because Infinity War is putting up numbers. Uh, Eli, currently Infinity War is worldwide the highest grossing comic book movie of all time. Of all time? Of all time, yeah. It is uh, beating Avengers. Uh, so right now it is at 16, uh, 1.6 million. So it, it, people were wondering like whether or not it's going to hit 2 billion or anything like that. The question is not whether or not it's going to hit 2 billion, it's how fast will it hit 2 billion? You know, uh, I'm giving it about two weeks. If that, I'm really thinking about 10, 11 days, and it's probably going to be at the 2 billion mark, and it's probably going to catch Star Wars. I, so that'll probably put like two or three or some bullshit like that. But yeah, the numbers are crazy because the reason it, it jumped, those, num those numbers jumped up so high because it finally released in China. And the thing is, it was just as big in China as it was here, which is Damn. insane. Like I said, it did 200 million over in China also. That's why those numbers shot up like that. So if it did those numbers in China, you can probably guess it's probably going to do another 100 million this week. So that's going to give it 17 million. And then, yeah, it, the numbers are just going to, I'm, I'm not even going to calculate those numbers. Infinity War is going to do some insane numbers. So right now it is 1.6 billion. Highest grossing superhero movie of all time worldwide. Domestically wise, that is still Black Panther. So Black Panther is still the highest grossing superhero movie domestically of all time. However, let's look at the numbers right now. Uh, it is still Infinity War domestic wise is still number three of all time. It still hadn't caught Avengers yet. Um, it still hadn't caught Avengers yet domestically, and but it has caught Black Panther. Now here's the thing, Eli. There are some people out there that are saying that you know domestic wise, Infinity War might still not catch Black Panther. I don't I don't know. Here's the here's the reason why. Like I said, if you look at the numbers, the number I mean the movie has been out what I guess 18 days, 19 days. I don't know. I haven't done the math or anything like that. So as of right now, like it's on pace to beat it. But the thing is, like you look at day-to-day -day numbers, Black Panther is actually outpacing it at this time frame day to day, because mainly because 
Infinity Wars, uh, Infinity, Infinity Wars numbers were like front loaded because more people saw it the first weekend, but they had a bigger drop off. And another thing that might happen is that Black Panther had no competition. You know, like for like three months, there was no other movie even challenged. It stayed number one like forever. But what comes out next week? Oh, yeah, it's Deadpool. Deadpool, exactly. So the fact is, it's not that Infinity War isn't deserving of the, of the money. It's that, that it's running to more competition. So let's go ahead and put put the bets in right now. You know, like I said, we talked about this and it's probably gonna be an article up on outright geekery. I think Ryan is just going to just take our words and just make an article of it. I don't care. Do, do what you feel. Uh, but what do you think? Go ahead and make a statement right now. What's going to be number one next week. I think Deadpool will be number one. Um, I don't think it'll make as much money. I mean, we all, we all discussed this. I don't think it's going to make as much money as an infinity war, but I think it'll at least beat it at the bots office. I think so too. I think this is what I'm thinking about Deadpool. I'm thinking it's a foregone conclusion Deadpool is going to beat Infinity War. I'm not even concerned about that. I thought at first Infinity War was like at 114 or 120 in his second week, but actually it's like at 64. So Deadpool will easily beat that because De uh, Infinity War is not going to do that same thing. And here's my thing, Eli. I'm thinking that Infinity War, even though, like I said, it's doing amazing numbers, I don't think it has that rewatchability like some of these other movies have. I don't think people are going back yeah. four or five times and watching Infinity War. They are watching it and they're talking about it, maybe watching it two or three times, but not that repeat, repeat, repeat viewing. And I think the hype is almost died down. I don't. It, it feels yeah, like it's almost I, died I, down. I, I, yeah, I saw it again and I think I'm good on it for a while <laughs> yeah. until it comes out on on. Yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, it didn't have the the impact, you know. Wait. It was still fun. I mean, it was still fun to watch, but, you know, it didn't have the, the, the you know. By the way, the first Avengers did. I remember I saw that shit like four or five times. That right, summer. we've never I, seen I it before. That, that was lightning striking. <laughs> you know, we've never seen yeah. that before. Now, my thing about, yeah. and, I, and I've seen Infinity War three times in, in theaters already. Now, before you freak out three times, oh, you fucking nerd. You know, I am, but I only paid once to see it. The other time, uh, my boss went and took us because, you know, sales thing, whatever like that. And the other time I went with my mom because she, heard Black Panther and she wanted to see it, you know, whatever. So <laughs> and she watch, thought it sucked. And she said it sucked, right? <laughs> so uh like I said, I went to see the movie and I and I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, this movie doesn't hold up as well on repeat viewing. Cause once you know the shock fact and once you know, you know, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, the movie doesn't hold up as much. It does feel like just action scenes. And honestly, I feel like the like the Gamora Drax let me see. Okay. The middle part of it to me actually drags more than it should. I don't know if it's if it's me or whatever like that. It feel like it drag. It for instance, like no, it does get it does feel like watching it a second time. It did feel long. It, yeah, like, the yeah, first time yeah. it felt like it flew through, but the second time it was a certain part in it that I feel like okay, this is dragging on a little bit too long. It was that the the Soul Stone part or just the entire Gamora Thanos Nebula thing. Yeah. It felt like it went on There's a little too long. Yeah. And not only that, but they had that going on with the Thor and rocket shit building a hammer. And it was like right next to each other. Like they were going back and forth. I like, okay, you don't need this shit back to back. You know, you could have spaced this shit out some, you know. So it felt like that part kind of dragged me. But once you got past that part, then the movie felt like it picked back up and I was back into it again. But yeah, it, 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 to me, it just doesn't hold up as well as the second or third time, especially once you, once you know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I'm, that's what I'm saying. I've, I've been noticing about a lot of the Marvel movies. Like, on second viewing, I, I, they're just okay, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> they a lot of them don't have a lot of rewatchability. Like Doctor Strange. I was gonna say the same I thing. Like Doctor Strange. I like I, I, I thought it was mind blowing when I first saw it. That's yeah. how again. I was like, that, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just, you know, I don't need to see that again. You know, Ant Man. Fuck that shit. I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't blown away the first you know, time with like, it. I was like. <laughs> Like this is the yeah, most average was... movie I've ever seen in my life. Like it just does yeah. everything at a medium, mediocre level, you know. But like, like Guardian, like Guardians Two, which I loved the first time around, and then when I saw it a few days later, like I was like fighting to stay awake, and then I, forget I, about I, it. Guardians, on Guardians Two didn't hit me the first time. I don't know. It. I saw the I saw the, the first time in the theaters, and I was like, I like I don't know something about this movie just just isn't hitting me. I don't know. Cause I love the yeah. first one. The first one, like one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time, you know. But the second one, it yeah. just didn't resonate with me like I thought it was. It didn't just stick with me. That one drags. That gets long and it's a filler. Know. The movie is filler. Yeah. Like that whole middle scene, it just felt like it's filler and just filling time until it gets to the third part. Like that whole uh rocket and Yandu on the ship, it just felt like time waster. Yeah. So I mean, there's like a like there's only a couple that I want. Like I mean, not ever since I got Homecoming on, you know. Oh, I, I love, I love I got, Homecoming. I, I love Homecoming. Yeah, I, I I watched that. Like I mean, the first that was first time around. I thought, oh, it was cool. I mean, I, I wasn't blown away, but rewatching it again, I love it. That's yeah. like one of my. It's, it's, it's like certain things in that movie that I didn't, I didn't pick up on, but I watched it again. Yeah. It's like little bitty stuff that they just put like some fine detail in it to kind of flesh out Spider Man's universe and i was like you know what i actually do love this movie you know for some reason yeah, i mean at first time i'm like oh it's a little it's a little bit too iron manny mm-hmm. but then i just love him as peter parker i love that version of peter parker and i i you know when i got it for christmas i got it for christmas i watched it like fucking you know i was why it was like in constant rotation i just kept replaying yeah shit. i mean it, it's it's up there it's up there as one of the top marvel movies to me on there yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, Infinity War, especially, you know, second time around, I'm like, yeah, it's it's cool, but it's yeah, it, but but it, it felt long. It it did feel long the second time. I mean, I it's watching. it's almost a three hour movie, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, especially since you got to watch those credits, you know. Oh yeah, those credits <laughs> take forever, man. Yeah, it's like that's like a half hour in itself just watching right. credits. Now here's something I want to talk to you about, Eli. I want to see if you notice something. Uh, well, before we go there, before we go there, okay, before we go to that, we're going to talk about the Russos, since we're talking about Infinity War, the Russos actually did another interview, and they actually, uh, confirmed who who died off screen, like, not the people that we know died, like, you know, Spider-Man, Black Panther, like that, like the people that actually weren't in the movie, and whether or not they lived or not, so what I'm going to do, Eli, is play a game with you, I'm going to name a character, and you tell me whether or not you think they lived or died, okay, okay hold on, <laughs> let, me pull, let me pull up the numbers, okay. Oh, you got you got this. You got like I, what they said. They got yeah, yeah. I'm, I got I got it pulled up right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call them out to you. Okay, first character, Howard the Dark, dead or alive? Did Thanos kill him or not? Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Is he dead or alive? Um, I'll say alive. Fuck it. He's alive. He survived. <laughs> 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 they saying he might eat since he been in Guardians two one and two. They say he might be in three, do a hat trick. So yeah. So uh, okay. Here's another one. Jane Foster. Is that Thor's old lady? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck her. She's dead. Who? She? She's useless. Right. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. They didn't confirm. 
Oh, really? They didn't confirm. <laughs> they said, like, even though she said, fuck these movies, they're saying she might renew her contract and may come back. So they, they left it open in it. So they didn't give a confirm on, on Jane Foster. Foster oh, because so. she might need a job because she's shunning all the geek movies. Exactly. And Star Wars and all the shit that's making money now. And I was like, oh, shit. Right. So, I, if I want a job, I better do one of these movies again. <laughs> right. They should have just said she was dead and just moved on, you know? <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Uh, next one, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. From oh, from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, he's dead. Dead. He's be dead. Yep. Who, who the fuck was he anyway? He was just Matt Damon on 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 uh, on Asgard. Maybe he was <laughs> Matt Damon and just you know they they like Matt Damon. <laughs> they just abducted Matt Damon off Earth and brought him to Asgard. Yeah, they just like fuck. We like your <laughs> movies. You know, Born Identity yeah. was awesome. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked for China. What was that movie? The uh, <laughs> the Great Wall. Oh, the, the the Great White Wall or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Next one, Betty Ross. Oh shit. Um, I'll say alive. Dead. Is she? Yep. Oh, that. Well, damn, man. Hope she's getting <laughs> fucked over all around, man. <laughs> Yeah, fucking yeah, Black Widow fucking cheats on him, and right, Hulk won't, Hulk, yeah, Banner, yeah, Hulk just won't, yeah, Hulk won't come out for Banner, and was, <laughs> like he didn't okay. just just Hulk out and just unleash rage and just smash shit. You think that would alone would just yeah. smash it, you know? <laughs> yeah, now his now his true love is gone. Right, the depressed Hulk, like that doesn't you can't sell comics like that. Okay, okay, uh, Korg and Meek. Oh shit. Um, I'll say they're dead. They were on, they were on the ship, weren't they? They were on the ship. Okay. Uh, the Russo, say- yeah, the Russo said, uh, spoilery. So they, they didn't confirm whether or not they were living or not. Even though, I think in the end of Ragnarok, didn't Korg say Meek was, Meek was dead already anyway? But he came, but he wasn't dead. He was, hey, you're alive. Oh, he was, okay, he was, hey, alive. Okay. Because yeah. that's another thing. Dead. Yeah, that's another thing when I watched the movie again. Uh, Thor said Thanos killed half his people. He didn't kill everybody. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Korg and him got away, you know. But Meek isn't now, this is a deep pull, but isn't Meek the one who fucking blew up the ship? That's the that, one uh, that, that blew that up the ship and killed, killed Hulk's Meek. wife and started yeah. World War Hulk. That's the one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like well, the, war, the war bound in the comics weren't these fucking stand up comedians. No, they were ruthless. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Shuri. Shuri, mm-hmm. well, isn't she alive? Did, didn't we discuss this? Well, this thing, didn't they, we, they, they didn't show Shuri after that. The last time, we, and I watched the movie again. The last time they showed Shuri when she was getting attacked by Clovis Glaive, and she got thrown out of a window, and then Vision grabbed Clovis Glaive and went out the window. But they didn't show Shuri no more after that. Ah, she's got to be alive. I, I, they're probably saving her. For they they, they say spoiler. They say spoiler. They don't they don't know. So, because who knows? Okay. I mean, she, they might make her the Black Panther in Avengers Four. You never know. They have yeah. an opening. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, Lady Sif. Oh, she's got a, She didn't die in the last... She didn't die in Ragnarok? No, I remember I she thought, wasn't there. Like, Hela okay. killed everybody else, but she wasn't even in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I just remember Hela killing everybody, so... Mm-hmm. I'll say she's dead. Fuck it. There are everyone else. <laughs> yep. Dead. <laughs> yes, her, her contract has been canceled. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ned. Ned. 
Now he better be alive, damn it. They they say spoiler. They didn't <laughs> they didn't confirm with the that. So they're probably leaving him open saying he's alive. So uh oh, Aunt May. Uh, oh, she's she she's gotta be alive. She's alive. She's alive. Okay. They say she's safe. Um Nikia. Which one's Nikia now? Uh Nikia from Black Panther, his his girlfriend. Oh, uh, she wasn't even in it, huh? She wasn't was in the movie at all, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll say she's alive. Fuck it. Uh, they said they, they don't know. All, yeah, I was like, they can't kill off all the Black Panther cast. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they said uh, they don't know. They said she's probably doing some spy missions and stuff like that, so they don't know. Uh, okay, that's it. But there was, there was one that they did confirm that was dead, Eli, that, that hit me. Oh, yeah. And that was the Gallica guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. From they, the first movie? From the first movie. They say he's dead. They say he was just seconds away from beating the high score before Thanos oh, snapped his dead. fingers. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, so. Billy, Billy Mitchell's score? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because <laughs> Billy Mitchell cheated, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, that, that sucks. So, rest in peace, Gallica guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, oh, you know what? It was remember that movie, and I, I'm completely changing subjects from that. But remember that movie we talked about, trafficked last week, Eli. Yeah, the other horror movie. Yeah, it was yeah supposed that, to be like a horror movie. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I didn't buy the scene. Yeah, already. It was on it last week. I didn't buy the scene, but I just feel like I would tell you about. It. I might. Tell you what, listeners, if you listen to this, if you want me to watch and review Trafficked and give you a score, let me know. If you don't care, don't say shit and I won't watch it. <laughs> Move on from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's throwing myself under the bus. Uh, now let's talk about Black Panther for a second. It's Black Panther has been in the news for a second because uh, Chadwick Boseman actually got, I think, an honorary... Uh, he did a speech at Howard University, like his school, and I think he got an honorary doctorate, a PhD, or something like that. I don't know. But people are starting to notice something, Eli, about uh, Chadwick Boseman every time he's out in public. You know, he does the Wakanda Forever salute. Every time okay, he yeah. does it in public, the salute gets lower and lower and less enthusiastic about it. So people are starting to say that he's probably tired of it by now. And there's even oh. an article saying that maybe we should stop asking him in public to do the Wakanda Fell salute. Because he, so he actually complained yeah. about it on like a talk show or something like that. Like he's saying he can't walk out of the house without doing the Wakanda Fell salute because everybody asks him. And he said, you can look at his eyes now like, okay, he's sick of this shit now. You know? So. Yeah, some actors, they, 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 get, they get uppity about like being. A performing monkey, you know what I mean? Like Russell Crowe is yeah. one of those, like, though he won't quote a line or, you know, or like, yeah, like some actors won't do like shit like that, you know? Like, I mean, and that's true, uh, but, that's, but that's a good question. But here's the thing. Do the actors have a right to, you know, not do that? Or are they obligated by the fans? That's, 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 a, you know, if they're cool... Then yeah, they would do. <laughs> but because that—that's you know that their success comes from their fans. Uh-huh. 
you know, and that's why they're making money, and that's why they got, you know, all yeah. the shit that I don't, you know. Because <laughs> here's a funny thing I saw just like hours before we just started recording. There's an interview with Michael B. Jordan uh, interviewing some reporter. I can't remember her name, as I said, and she does the Wakanda Forever salute. White lady, you know, white reporter. She does the Wakanda Forever salute, and he's looking at say, I'm not from Wakanda. You know, he didn't even do it, you know, <laughs> so people are taking offense to it, saying he didn't do it because it was a white lady that did it. But I don't I don't know. Maybe he just got sick of doing this shit, too. You know, I thought I saw like a uh, it was like a, a a photo. Somebody uploaded a photo um, where they saw him on a plane and he yelled. They yelled out Wakanda forever and he just ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> see, like that's he, why he's, he's over this shit now, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's why he died in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, don't ask me about Wakanda. Like, not Wakanda forever. Wakanda sometimes. Wakanda then. You know, Wakanda is over. So, I, here's my thing, Eli. Let's say if I meet Chadwick Boseman in, per- in person, and I do the Wakanda forever salute, and if he doesn't do it, I'm going to talk shit about him. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be mad. I don't care how he feels that day. You know, I want my Wakanda forever salute and he better take a damn picture with it. Cause here's the way I feel like this. I mean, I understand you get sick of this shit and you can't walk out the house and you live in, that's your fucking job. That is your job. Now, if Marvel's playing, paying you 1150 an hour to do this shit, then maybe I could see why you'd be pissed off about this shit. But shit, people make less shit than that and do the same fucking routine every damn day. You a millionaire. And people want you to do the Wakanda salute. Yeah. Do the Wakanda salute. Do it yeah, with Wakanda watch- forever, you know? Yeah, I was watching uh, that Talking Dead show that Chris Hardwick does after The Walking Dead, where they basically sit down and talk to the actors and what have you about the about the episode of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And there was a, an episode where they had, uh, was Paul Bettany, the guy who did Jarvis and Vision? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he was a guest on that show that night. And somebody, one of the audience members asked them, like, can you say in Jarvis's voice, Tony, there are two zombies on your left. Could you please fire the repulsors? <laughs> and it, it put them on the spot. <laughs> right. And every, everyone was like, come on, man, come on, dude. He kind of like sat there, thought about it for a second. And even Chris Hardwick was like, you knew what was happening when you, you knew this was coming when you signed up for this job. And he did it. He finally said, yeah. Tony, there are two walkers on your left. Please fire the repulsor. And everyone cheered and it was funny. <laughs> because they don't give a shit what else you did. They, we understand that these guys are trained actors and they've done other yeah. stuff than these Marvel movies. We don't give a shit. Uh, for instance, yeah. Chadwick Boseman, like he, when he, did you see it when he hosted Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Yeah, yeah funny as fuck. <laughs> but, but his monologue, he pretty much named every other movie role he played except Black Panther. You know, he did the James Brown dance. He referenced, you know, Thurgood Marshall. You know, he talked about Jackie Robinson, you know, trying to remind people that, yes, I am an an actor. I'm not a real superhero in real life. I'm just an actor. You know, I play other roles. Nobody gives a shit. (laughs) You're Black (laughs) Panther. You're (laughs) T'Challa. All the other shit you did was just warm up for this right now. Like, I get it. You're trained thespian and shit like that. But this is the life you chose. Like, maybe he wasn't expecting, you know, the movie to be this phenomenon or, or you know cultural event but that's what happened you know and i can understand him being burnt out and wanting some privacy and wanting to you know stretch his you know his his skills as an actor or whatever and and maybe as he get older he'll embrace it like a lot of will these, he like, will, know, let, did, did christopher reeve outrun it 
uh, Michael Keaton. My, Michael Keaton maybe has outrun it. Mm, yeah, I, guess. But I don't, I don't yeah. think I don't think a, a lot of the like he's not the this generation's Batman. I don't think people give a shit about right because that, other people have became Batman, so it kind of. But I mean, but other people have been but, Superman, like, and people still relate Christopher Reeves to that. Yeah, but like like some of the Star Wars actors, like they they all in, you know maybe except for Harrison except Ford. for Harrison Ford who <laughs> just does not give a shit about these movies. But but he he yeah most of you know Luke Skywalker and even Leia I mean before she passed she sort of embraced it. I mean I, as far as I know like you know Carrie Fisher that was like oh she she struggled with that with that. Well I, yeah because I I think for a while Carrie Fisher did try to you know get away from the Star Wars spotlight. She tried to do her own thing. And I think she had some good success for a while. Like she yeah, wrote a she became screenplay. A writer. Right. Yeah. And then, but then, you know, later on she embraced what it was and, and went to cons and all that shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, she came to terms with it. And I think a lot of those other actors, I mean, the, the guy who, uh, I was watching the Star Wars celebration last year and the guy who played wedge, he was like his first con or whatever. He had never been to a Star Wars con ever mm-hmm. or any kind of con. And he went and they, you know, he was like, wow, I had no idea. Like they gave a shit about me this month. <laughs> right. Now, uh, now, okay. <laughs> now I'm trying to remember C3PO. Now who was the actor who played R2D2? Oh, Ken, Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker. Now I heard something about that. Kenny Baker and the actor to play C3PO, they didn't like each other. I, I've heard that Anthony Daniels mm-hmm. is an asshole. I've heard that. I heard like, the exact opposite. I heard R two D two was the asshole. Oh really? <laughs> I don't know. One one of them was an asshole. But basically, what happened was that C three because they knew they could make a shitload of money going to cons together. You know, a C three P and R two D two. And I think you know R two D two basically said, "I'm I don't want to do a con. I don't want to go to a con." And I think he eventually came to one and stuff like that. But like for years, they didn't go to it and basically had you know friction between each other you know because they you know they can make more money as a combo pack going to these cons you know because it's big money going to this shit you know yeah 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 i don't know but I, yeah but I either way you know like actors you know I, I understand you know but there are some actors who like won't won't quote a line like you know don't don't ask them to quote a line well, well at the same some fans can be assholes yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like I, I see, I understand Chadwick Boseman is a actor. I understand he is not, a, you know, a, a superhero political figure. You know, some people might can't tell the difference. Some people might want Wakanda forever or, you know, you know, say something from the line or think he is their dancing monkey, stuff like that. So I get that, you know, that he's just, you know, a, a, an actor from that. So I don't know. It's I still think he has an obligation yeah. to fans. That's I don't know. Thing. I've worked. I've worked at a club where I've been around like a lot of musicians, a lot of well-known, you know, rock stars and shit. And you know, I, you know, I just let them be who they are. You know, I don't like. Oh my god. I mean, I've sometimes I've said I compliment and good show or whatever like that, shit like that. But you know, I know they want their time. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because other fans will bother them and stuff like that, and want autographs and take pictures stuff like that. But sometimes they just want to be just left alone, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. When you know, when Three Six Mafia was in the backstage, you know, bumping all that coke, I'm like, all right, whatever, y'all. Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, didn't, I didn't ask to do any. I just <laughs> make sure no one came not, back. Not a line. Make not sure no one. one came you know. back. <laughs> That, that would have been a story right there. That would have been a completely different story. Yeah, and this one time I did coke with Three Six Mafia, you know. 
Yeah. I just, hey, this guy says he's this guy says he's your cousin. Uh, okay, no, can't come in, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. So, yeah, that's that's my whole thing. So I don't know. Do you see me, uh, Chambo? You do. You see me do the salute. So moving past <laughs> that, uh, can we talk about TV now? Because we never talk about TV on this. Yeah, sure. The reason I want to talk about TV, <laughs> well, we don't watch because we don't watch the same show. <laughs> we don't watch the same shows at all. Like that's one reason why we don't talk TV. But we'll talk TV now because there's been a whole list of shows that have been announced that they're going to be either canceled or renewed. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, one of the interesting stories. Have you heard about Brooklyn Nine Nine, Eli? Yeah. I, I fell behind Brooklyn Nine. I was watching it. I watched the first few seasons, but and then I kind of fell behind. So I'm not. I, I, felt bad. I didn't know when it came on. It always yeah. felt like it always came on like a different time, and you never could catch when it came on. So I don't know. And then it wasn't on the streaming site, so I know. So I kind of just fell out with it. But yeah, with Brooklyn, then, yeah, yeah. And then it got syndicated. So they were. I can't remember which channel, but they were showing reruns on one of them. Was it Comedy Central or? I don't I know. That's the thing. So, how do they expect us to keep up with these shows? They don't even show the shows at the same time. We don't know when to watch them, and they get yeah. mad at them. They get mad at us because we're not watching the show. We don't know. I like. I thought Brooklyn Nine Nine was funny, you know, when I saw, it, but I don't know it when is. it comes on. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. So, Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled by Fox, but the yeah. very next day, it got picked up by NBC. That's weird. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Well, I see. I, I think I think from what I was hearing that NBC was always producing the show, but they didn't have any time slots, so they actually just put it on Fox. Yeah, you, you know, it's weird that you have that these days because that we never had that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, but in our day, the show got canceled. That was it. It was done. Well, I think you I know? remember a show that got canceled on one uh, network and got picked up again, but I can't remember. It's, it's, it's it doesn't happen a lot. You know, it's very rare when that shit happens, but it. Well, remember when Community got canceled and then it went to what Yahoo? Yeah, that, I didn't watch that last season. I honestly, I didn't want to see Community in that state. <laughs> you know, it was, but they're on Hulu now. They're all that, that season is on Hulu. Oh, is it? I, I didn't know Community was back on, on Hulu. Actually, yeah, it's actually pretty. <laughs> so it, it was pretty good because I didn't. I want to. I didn't want to see Community in that state. You know how you you see this because it was one. It, Community is one of my favorite shows of all time when it was yeah. good. But when it started yeah. going downhill, I'm like, I can't, I can't watch this. It's it's hurting me to watch my favorite show turn into this, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, Donald Glover had was gone by then, and I think Shirley was gone too. Shirley was gone. Of course, Chevy, Chevy Chase left. He left, and then I think. But Je- that last season, yeah, the last season was good. I I remember laughing. Yeah, I enjoyed the last season. That last, yeah, the one on Yahoo. I watched it. Now it's on Hulu. Hmm. Okay. Well, now that you say it's okay and it's not the worst thing ever, I might give it a chance if I ever, you know, subscribe to Hulu again or something like that. So, (laughs) uh, shoot, what else was on there? Oh, Gotham. Okay. So, Gotham has been renewed and it's going to be the last season. Okay. So. Is that uh, I know you like the show. I haven't watched. I don't it like the show. Years. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching the show like season two or three. I fell out with Gotham. I was like, I can't watch this shit anymore. I I, I may watch a show when I I hear Jerome shows up, and then I don't watch it again after that. So I don't know what the hell's going on. But they're saying this is going to lead. He will be Batman by the end of season five. That's what they're saying. So is there going to be a time jump or? 
I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. He's just going to be a 14-year-old Batman, I guess. He'll I don't be know. Bat, bat boy. Or bat boy, Robin, you know. <laughs> the hell. And then grow into yeah, it. I, I, no, I have no interest in that, yeah. Yeah. They say he already has the Batmobile. Okay. Yeah. He, a shitty his, version of it? Yeah, for his sweet 16 birthday, Alfred got him a Batmobile. Okay. Yeah, it's a like a black Mustang or some shit. I don't know. And he's probably gonna trick it out or something. I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't kept up with that in a while. Um, news that that hit me, and I was on the edge of my seat, finding out what was gonna happen. Agents of Shield. Now they said for the longest. I I, I know you hate the show. I know everybody listening hates this show. But I'm gonna talk well, about hate. Hates a strong word because you actually have to have an emotional investment. To, you have to care to hate somebody. <laughs> and I'm not there yet. It's just... <laughs> okay. Well, let me speak my piece. Let me speak my piece. Not get off Ages of Shield as fast as possible. But like I said, they, when this, this season started, they said the showrunners were pretty much writing this season as the last season. Now, the last episode of this season comes out this Friday. So I'm sitting here waiting the whole time like, oh, man, I don't want it to end. Because I'm a fan of Ages of Shield. I like the show. I like the show, really. So today they announced that, yes, it got picked up for season six. So, yes, they are going to have a season six of Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, and I posted in the groups of like that, and some people were happy because most people like the show. Some people were like you, Eli, don't give a shit either way. <laughs> then you got the other people that are like, okay, well, hopefully they'll tie in Infinity War or Thanos or some shit like that. Like, they're not. They're uh, not. They're not. <laughs> That's what I, I thought that's... <laughs> I remember seeing like yeah. Talbot showed up on one on an episode. I was like, "Whoa, that means the Hulk!" No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Talbot has not mentioned Bruce Banner or or Ross not one single time on that whole season. Yeah, I'm sure, so. But I remember getting excited when I heard his name. I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, and then the Hulk might show up, and he never did." I'm like, "Yeah." Never did. Okay. Don't mention anything. You know? Oh, they did mention Thanos in the last episode, though. Okay. Yeah, one of the aliens just said, "Oh, we're evil, but we're not Thanos evil." And that was it. Oh. So. <laughs> that was your name drop. So that's that's as far as Ages of Shield go to tying themselves into, you know, the the over Marvel cinematic universe. And a lot of people that don't watch Ages of Shield think they need to get back in Ages of Shield because they think it's needed or necessary to get into the rest of the Marvel universe. It's not. Not even a little bit, not even at all. It's so far removed from the MCU. It's basically like an alternate universe now. Yeah, didn't you say they were, they were in space and like in the future this season or something? Yeah, but they, they came back. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're, they're back in present time and they mentioned nothing about Thanos or Infinity War or shit like that. They're just doing their own crazy adventures. Like I said, they oh. had a mention of Thanos blowing up shit, but that was like, oh yeah, I heard this crazy aliens blowing up shit, whatever. You know, but they had their own adventure going on right now. So, like I said, you're not going to see half of them get blinked out of existence in the last episode or the next season, anything like that. They're just going to pretend like shit didn't happen. Or even if it did happen, they're going to make some kind of bullshit excuse to have excused them anyway. You're like, oh, good thing we missed him when Thanos killed everybody, you know, (laughs) and they just go on whatever adventure they were going on before. So, and I'm fine with that. I'm okay. Like I said, I like the Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. because of the show itself. I don't watch it because of how it ties into the Marvel Universe because it doesn't tie into the Marvel Universe. Just like with Inhumans. They're basically going to pretend like Inhumans never existed. Like the movies and yeah. the TV show. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was basically watching it to watch Simmons bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <That's about it. laughs> so, oh, Inhumans! Inhumans got canceled too. Okay, yeah. Well, they uh, didn't cancel it before. It's that's what I now. thought. That's what I thought. But apparently, they made it new. They made it official. It was canceled. But I, I thought we already knew it was canceled before the pilot even aired. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Um, trying to think. That's really all I watch. I don't really watch anything else. Like I said, I'm not a. A TV enthusiast, like some other people are, you know. Yeah. Um, I think. No, when you I know, I know the gift. I know the gifted got renewed. Did I it? was watching the gifted? That's a good show, yeah. but I don't. I don't. I don't know. I need to get into the gifted. I really do. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, for X Men, and you know me, I'm not. I don't give a shit about the X Men, but I, I, that was all right. You know. Yeah, and I mean, like get, I said, I didn't watch everything, yeah. but the, what I did see, I was like, this is a really good show, really well-made show for what they're doing. And it ties into some X-Men shit, like it's X-Men lore that the movies don't even touch on, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, they, they pretty much, they basically set up the Brotherhood, you know, right. in the last episode. So. Oh, another thing I want yeah. to talk about, uh, this last thing TV really I'm going to talk about, this is a show that I don't think either one of us watched, but I want to talk about it anyway, because I think it's kind of interesting. Lethal Weapon. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I never watched it. No. I never watched the episode either. I was watched. I, they got those on the movies on Netflix. I watched a couple of the movies on Netflix. Oh, those, those movies <laughs> are awesome. The movies are awesome. Not a TV show. Yeah. That's a whole nother animal. I don't know anything about that one. But it's got yeah. Riggs and Murtaugh on it as characters. But here's the thing: they fired whoever the white dude is. I don't know which one is Riggs, and which one is Murtaugh. But they fired the white dude that's supposed to play one of them. So instead of canceling okay. the show, they hired a replacement. And guess who the replacement is? Uh, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Close, but no. The, I, I'll go ahead and tell you the replacement is Stifler. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's the one playing <laughs> Riggs or Murtaugh or whichever one was which. I don't know. Um, Same don't character. Know Same character, right? No, he's gonna be a different character. He, so he won't be that character. I don't know how they're gonna explain it. I don't know if he's just gonna be his cousin or his brother or his, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know. Hopefully they'll find a way to, you know, make it fit. Like just make say that's his cousin or some shit like that. And just call him Riggs or Murtaugh or whatever like that. You Can know, we just talk about the Lethal Weapon movies and how awesome they are. They're awesome. <laughs> I, I love that. If you haven't seen the Lethal Weapon movies, listeners, go watch all of them. How many it's four of them, right? Yeah. Watch all There's of them. Four of them. Yeah. They're all yeah, they're all got their moments. You know? <laughs> yeah. Buddy cop, like it's one of the best buddy cop movies you'll see of all time. Uh, yeah, Black before, like, yeah, he was on a roll writing Predator and fucking Lethal Weapon and yeah, the saxophone you know. soundtrack. Oh man, it was awesome. Yeah, man, like I was watching the first one and like, like, yeah, it was before Mel Gibson went crazy and shit. But he uh, played. Well, no, he was still stuff. crazy, but he was, you know, likable crazy at that point. Yeah, yeah, but in the movie, he plays like so crazy, like that that part where they're at the, I think it was the funeral. And the helicopter comes. Gary Busey's in it. Yeah, Gary Busey. <laughs> Talk about another crazy guy. <laughs> right, and he was playing like the mean villain. And I thought Gary Busey was like the, the scariest guy in the world when I first saw that movie. You know? Yeah, albino. He had like white hair and shit. Mister Mister <laughs> Joshua, he, that was his name. Yep. Yeah, Mister Joshua. Yeah, and he like snipes the guy. He snipes Hunsaker through the window. And he's in a helicopter, mm -hmm. and then the helicopter flies away. And Riggs, he just goes running after the helicopter. 
like shooting his pistol at it, like just pop, 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 just unloading his pistol at the helicopter, and then like takes out the clip, puts in another one, and pop, 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 like just, just like yeah, that dude's nuts. He's trying to, he's trying to shoot a helicopter with his pistol. And, but he was such was a like, good yeah. shot. Like it, that's the thing about like you, like the further you go into the movie, you're like okay, this guy is nuts. This guy is crazy. But then the further you go into the movie, you're like okay, he's not as crazy as you think he is. He's just really that good. Everything he says he can do, he can do it. You know, yeah, like he's that but good of a sniper. He's that good of a shot. He's just that good, yeah. you know. But just that scene, though. I mean, yeah, there's scenes of him jumping off the roof and all that shit, and uh, you know, that shows that he, yeah, he's crazy and he's unstable. But that where he just like goes ballistic, just <laughs> chasing after the helicopter's like flying away over the ocean and shit. And he's like, bah, 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 like trying to shoot it down. I'm like, damn, this guy's nuts. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't like part four, but I like part four. Part four had Jet Li in it. He didn't say anything, you know. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome movies. That was why. Like I said, TV show I never seen. It. I, I saw a little bit. Of it. it was just like the standard cop drama you see on every other show. So I was like, there's there's no point to this, you know. So, yeah. Maybe Stifler will bring some life into it. I know some people saw when Stifler was coming on. They're like, well, I'm done with this show. I'm not watching this anymore. I'm like, well, was it good before? I don't know. Then there was anybody watching it anyway? So I, right. I was. <laughs> so uh, that being said, uh, video game news. I got no video game news. I hadn't bought anything new, so. Fuck it, move on past that. Oh, uh, really? I've got a war yet? Not yet. The reason I hadn't bought God of War yet because I just got my Marvel Unlimited bill in the mail. So I'm gonna oh, pay that yeah. off, and then I'm gonna get God of War. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that comes up. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit comes out. That shit comes out of my shit during tax season. Yeah, so that's how you know we're nerdy. We get comic book bills. <laughs> 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 like you get a light bill, you get a water bill, and we get a comic book bill. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I conveniently get that during the tax season, so I know I got money in the bank. <laughs> right, cool. Like, let me Marvel go ahead and just pay this shit now, so to leave me alone for the rest of the year because it's annual when I pay it. So, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, can we move to the comic book section? Yeah, sure. I didn't read much, but yeah, go ahead. We didn't read. Oh, I, I didn't got, read. I, I, I just read a bunch of free. To free I'm reading my free comic books. Hey, nothing wrong with that. We didn't, we didn't, like I said, we didn't read anything for free comic book day, even though I know everybody else, you know, went through the, we didn't fuck it, you know, go listen to those podcasts. Uh, but we did read some shit this week and we're going to talk about a little bit, uh, book. I want to talk about first is, uh, want to talk about justice league. No, no justice. Number one. Okay. Okay. Now give you some background of this story. Only thing you need to know is that Scott Snyder writes this book. That tells you everything yeah. you need to know right there. So basically, this and is kind of like totally a tell. yeah. So you it's basically totally a, tell. yeah. So it's basically a pickup from Dark Knight Metal. So it like flows right into it from there. So basically, mm -hmm. how the book starts off is that uh, you see the the Green Lantern Corps. I mean, the Green Lantern Corps. I mean, like all the Green Lantern Corps. You know, all of them. And Hal Jordan shows up with like two other Green Lantern in the background. I can't remember. He talks to John Stewart, and John Stewart is like leading the, the the Green Lantern Corps, and they're at the Source Wall, and they're like, "We have to patch this thing up because uh, your Justice League screwed everything up." And like Hal Jordan, like, "What? Well, we, what are you talking about? We messed it up. We didn't mess it up. We were trying to save the universe. Like, oh yeah, y'all did a really good job saving the universe because you screwed up the Source Wall, and now you got all these alternate realities and all this crazy stuff flooding in here. So the entire universe." Universe is going to be destroyed unless we find a way to patch this thing up so every single green lantern is trying to patch up the source wall but it's not working anything like that meanwhile cutting to uh the justice league like i said you got the core members superman 
Batman, Aquaman, whatever the fuck, just Cyborg. And they're fighting Brainiac. Brainiac is just fucking up the city and shit like that, you know, normal. And Superman is basically telling Brainiac, Brainiac, don't you understand that we have protocols for people like you every time they come into the entire city has already been evacuated before we even showed up because we knew you're coming. So since the city is evacuated, that means I don't have to hold back. So Superman just punches ass through buildings and shit, throwing everything through him. He don't give a fuck anything like that. So he's fighting him. And while Superman is fighting Brainiac, the other Just League was tied up. So Batman gets loose and he starts barking orders, stuff like that. And Superman is telling uh, Brainiac, see that? My team is already loose. That's why he won't win because my team is about to come in take you out right now and Brennack is telling him no that's why you are going to lose Kal-El because you depend on your team too much matter of fact I'm going to show you something right now and then he puts his hand on Kal-El's head and then he shows him like uh not the future but like him shows the present right now he's like just like I took your just league out or taking them out I took out every other team also suicide squad gone titans gone teen titans gone I took them all out already while I'm fighting you at the same time and then while the justice league is free he takes them out and then that's the end of it. So the, some other, like, and then you see like Harley Quinn and Robin and other ones, they wake up and they're on Brainiac ship. And they're like, what, what the hell are we? We in Brainiac ship right now? And Robin, you know, Damian Wayne is talking shit to everybody on there. He's like, oh, you guys suck. I don't know why y'all doing right now because y'all supposed to be trying to find a way to get off this shit right now. See, my dad is trying to find a way right now to find me. and He's going to whoop the ass whoever caught me. And I'm not going to sit around and wait for you. I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to find out who took me. So Damien walks off and he bumps into Brainiac. Not only is he bumping Brainiac, standing behind Brainiac is the Justice League. <laughs> like Batman, <laughs> Superman, all stuff like that. And Robin's like, what the fuck? And, and, and Batman tells him, son, stand down. Don't worry about this. We got this. And, and Damien's like, okay, they must be brainwashed. They must be mind controlled. That's the only reason they would be standing here standing with Brainiac. And Brainiac's like, nope, I'm not uh, mind control. Wonder Woman, can you do the honor? So Wonder Woman hits him in the lasso of truth. <laughs> and then he tells him the whole story of what's going on. Like he say, no, they are not being brainwashed. We came to an understanding. I need all of you guys' help to help me out with something else. The only reason I attacked you is because I need to show you that you are weak as a team right now because you all need to unite together in order to do what i need y'all to do so basically what he's telling them is that there are four cosmic entities these beings outside right now i can't remember the mm -hmm. name entropy wisdom some bullshit like wisdom. that some other guys yeah those guys like that wisdom, so wonder all, all the mystery all this shit like that so they're out yeah, there entropy. and yeah, and, and they call themselves the Omega Titans is what they call themselves. And they said okay. they're these four brothers, these four galactic gods, and they said what they're going to do is that they're going to find a planet that meets their needs, and they're going to eat that planet. And if they eat that planet, you know, they're going to become more powerful and power, stuff like that. And the planet they're going after next is Brainiac's planet, which is called Kolu. I think it was the name of it. And they're saying, so I need the yeah. Justice League, all of you guys to come with the Justice League, Suicide Squad, the Titans, Teen Titans. I need all you guys to come to Kolu with me right now to stop these guys because if they eat my planet, they're going to become so strong, nobody can stop them. So, and matter of fact, I've even divided you guys up into four teams to meet the needs of each one of these gods. So your team entropy, your team mystery, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. And what, what is so that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. So Beast Boy raised his hand. I'm team Batman. I don't care what anybody say. I'm team yeah. Batman. And so, but the thing is, and not only that, Batman starts counting. He was like, wait a minute. Okay. You got us in the 14, but our teams are kind of uneven. Don't you need some more heroes? And then somebody in the background said, 
who said anything about heroes and then it turned around and it's the legion of doom <laughs> oh, okay luther deathstroke uh some other guys yeah. uh, starro <laughs> lobo you know yeah, Starro, the starfish. Yeah, the, the yeah. mind control starfish would have like that. So they're all there, and they're part of the team, too. So you got the Justice League, Suicide Squad, uh, Titans, Teen Titans, and the Legion of Doom. All they're like that. Now, while they're flying over there to Kolu back in Bell Rev, you know, where uh, Amanda Wallace there, she's like, okay, do we still have satellites on, on Brainiac right now? Like, nah, Brainiac is like in some other solar system right now. You're like, that's okay. Did you hack into Oliver Queen's security system? Like, yeah, okay, use his satellites to bounce it off the uh, apocalypse technology we got. We're going to hack into Brainiac's brain, and we're going to steal everything out of his mind right now. And then, matter of fact, activate Task Force 11. Now, Task Force 11 is pretty much every uh, telepath that's still on the planet right now, which is like, I didn't see everybody. I know I saw Maxwell Lord. I know I saw Despero. I know I saw, uh, who was that guy that, Hal Jordan, I mean, Ryan Reynolds fought in Green Lantern 2011? Oh, that big fucking brain dude? Him. He was there too. Okay. So he got all okay. those guys. Yeah, they got all those guys. Well, they're saying they're going to use all their psychic energy to hack into Brainiac. And they're going to use the apocalypse technology to hack into him. So while they're doing it, Brainiac is trying to stop all of these teams from arguing. Because like I said, they all hate each other. So you're trying to say, no, y'all stop arguing. I need y'all y'all to be on the same page. Matter of fact, we're here at Kolu right now, and the, the Omega Titan that is in charge of wisdom, he's coming to eat my planet because we are the smartest race in the universe. If he eats us, nobody's going to stop him. And matter of fact, if you guys don't stop him right now, the next planet he's going to eat is Earth. Because I put some on Earth to uh to make them the next stop. They're like, Brandon, what the fuck you doing? Like, listen to me. Don't worry about what I'm doing. I need you guys to beat this guy right now. And matter of fact, you need to follow my exact instruction. Write this down. Take a picture, record it, do whatever you need to do. Follow my structure T. If you don't follow my structure T, you will die. First step, you need to, ah, and then his brain start freezing and shit like that. So Superman, super speeds over there, grabs Brainiac. He's like, Brainiac, what's wrong? He's like, Kalel, something's wrong. I can't think right. And then they go cut back to Earth, and it's Amanda Waller cranking up her psychics to steal all his memories. She's like, no, we're going to hack Brainiac. We're going to find out everything he knows <laughs> and power Earth. So, and like, but we don't have enough power. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if they all die. Crank up the power. Steal all his shit. So they cut back to Brainiac and Brainiac is like, I can't think. Kal-El, save me. Kal-El, save me. And then his brain explodes. You know, all over Superman and shit like that. They're like, Damn. oh shit. You know, <laughs> and then um, while they do that, they look when they land the Kolu, they look up and they see the Omega Titan and all of them in awe. And even Superman even says, Oh my God. You know, so even Superman is is, you know, in awe by this guy, you know. And yeah, that's that's how the book ends. I think it ends on another cliffhanger, but yeah, that's how the book ends right there. So yeah. Brainiac's dead. That's the big thing right there. Amanda oh, Waller okay. has all his secrets and the Justice League are on a suicide uh run, basically. So overall, okay. Pretty cool story, you know, because <laughs> I was thinking this yeah, whole time, that makes like, a lot of sense. yeah, I was thinking like, okay, this book sounds crazy as hell. How are they gonna make this work? But after you listening to it, and even though it's insane and nuts, the concept of, I was like, I'm, I'm sold. I'm bought in on this, you know. And that's what that's what mm -hmm. I like about this. I feel like DC, unlike Marvel, I feel like everything Marvel is doing is a movie pitch. Everything they're writing is a movie pitch. What's gonna be next movie? Well, I feel like DC is just writing comic book shit. Like, they don't care whether they can make a movie to or not. Just think of the wildest fucking idea and make it a comic book. And that's what comic book is supposed to be. <laughs> you know? And yeah. if they're doing like this, like, you got Brainiac in charge of the Justice League, 
okay, I'm gonna read it to find out what the hell happens next, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna give the book a 4.5 out of five. Really, really strong entry. But I'm waiting to see where it goes cool. next, you know. Cool, cool, man. Because I read the DC Nations Zero, um, and it had the prelude to No Justice, a little short. I think it was like a five, ten page story, you know. Maybe Did anything about. I have in there sound like it was part of that? Yeah, it makes a lot because it just it's well they're all they're all in their teams. The Team Wisdom, Team Entropy, Team Wonder. So yeah, they're all separated into their teams and they're all doing, you know, different shit, you know, at the at the source wall or whatever. Yeah. And um and then they they meant they go back to Earth. You know, it ends with a Supergirl and, and, and Arrow on Earth. They're saying, yeah, uh, you know, the, every, everyone else is off in space fighting shit, and, but we, Earth should be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fucking Supergirl, well, let me just go check and make sure. And so she flies up out of the atmosphere, and she sees those big giant gods oh, coming damn. to Earth. Okay. And that's, just, that's, and that's where it ends. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Like Okay>. those, <laughs> you know, and it's just prelude to Justice League or to and, No and, Justice. And, and let's be honest, no. these are celestials. Like, let, let's not pretend yeah, like we don't know yeah. what they are. Yeah, basically, yeah. They're, but they're, it, it's yeah, cool. I don't care. You know, they're a bunch of galactuses. Yeah, they're a bunch of celestial <laughs> galactuses, right? Because Harley Quinn even makes a joke. He was like, "Okay, when they eat the planet, are they gonna swallow it whole like a snake, or are they gonna take a knife and fork out?" You know, say some stupid shit like that. You yeah. Know? But yeah, it just showcases you know the different teams doing their shit. You know, Beast Boy's a dinosaur. Lobo is in there. Deathstroke's on. Yeah, and and Lex Luthor are on Batman's team and. Yeah, fucking Sinestro and Superman and Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. on a team with Starfire. And then, yeah, you know, then you got uh, Dr. Fate with Wonder Woman and Zatanna. I mean, yeah, and then Harley Quinn. Yeah, and, 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 and Scott Snyder said he did it on purpose because he said Wonder Woman has never been treated like a magic character. But when and at the end of the day, that's what she is. So that's why he put her on the mm-hmm. magic team, you know. Yeah, Raven, Dr. Fate, Zatanna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then you have like, uh, you know, the, the wisdom team with Cyborg, Adam, Robin, the Flash and uh, Harley Quinn. I don't know why she's on there. Hey, hey, why, hey, I guess she's Harley a doctor. I guess like, why she's is she even there? Like, you know? <laughs> and she's got a hammer. And she's, right. <laughs> she's in space with a hammer and shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it, you know, of course, the art was cool. And, and it's just like, you know, crazy is that Snyder? Snyder writes these blockbustery stories and shit, you know. Yeah, you either and, love um, it, you either love it or hate it, but he he swings for the fences yeah. every time. So. Yeah, he that's what he you know, yeah these big giant summer blockbuster stories. Mm-hmm. So um, but yeah that was it was in DC Nation and I, I guess it was twenty five cents. You okay. know this book, but it came in my free comic book bag, so I got it for free. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Fuck you and your quarter. <laughs> yeah, but it had the three. Yeah, it had three stories. One of them was the prelude to No Justice. The other one, it's got the the Mike the 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 Bendis Superman uh, prelude, um, Office Space, and it's just uh, it's just a little bit of a taste of a Superman that he's writing. Um, it's it's basically at the Daily Bugle, right? No, the Daily Planet. Sorry. Yeah. Had me confused for a second. I was like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, the Daily Planet. But it's 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 like it's you got Perry White fucking acting like uh, Jay Jonah, Jameson, just like barking orders at Kent and mm-hmm. like blah, blah 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 blah. I want this story and all this shit. So it's kind of like that. 
and then they introduce some character, this chick, who's sort of got something up her sleeve. She knows something. Hmm. Um, and it sort of ends with her at a club where, um, so I'll, you know, buy, you know, she's like talking to some dude and she's like, so you're working at the Daily Planet now? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met, you know, there's little Lois Lane's gone. Um, Kent's a mess and Perry White is blah, blah, blah. But don't worry. Next week I'll own the place. And then it just ends there. So she's got some sort of ulterior motive that's going on. Hmm. Um, okay. So that was about it. Um, but the Tom King's Joker story is fucking awesome. This was worth it. Well, for free. Okay. <laughs> this made this made this is worth your quarter. Every cent of that. <laughs> the quarter hour. that you didn't pay, right? Yeah. <laughs> this was worth every penny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every twenty-five of them. <laughs> <laughs> so this story, uh, it's just got the Joker. He's at. He basically showed up at some random dude's house. And is holding some random dude hostage. He got a gun to his head. And he's like, yeah, I'm waiting for an in- my invitation to Batman's wedding. So um, what time does your mail come? <laughs> <laughs> so he's waiting for the mail at some random dude's house holding him hostage. And he's like, if, if, you know, if I get upset, I'm going to kill you. Because if I don't get this invitation, I should be invited to Batman and Catwoman's wedding. You know? <laughs> but he knows so Batman and Catwoman's not going <laughs> to... Yeah, is if I don't get this invitation, you're dead, basically. <laughs> <laughs> is it, how do you know why is he mailing it here? It's like, I, well, he's got to mail it somewhere. And it just, it just showcases the Joker's just insanity. Right, just how crazy and, he is. And the guy's just like begging, like, please don't kill me. I have a daughter. And the whole time Jokers is is like telling these really stupid, like limerick riddles and shit like that. And then finally the mail comes. And then uh, uh, the Joker's like going through all the letters and shit. And it's like, uh, he's, oh, I'm so happy. (laughs) And he just shoots the guy. (laughs) What the hell? Oh, well, he says, oh, it's, no, did the invitation come? He's like, nope, nope, it's not here. But that, you know, he says, you're not upset? He's like, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. He's like, and then he shoots the guy. He's like, I kill people when I'm happy. <laughs> and he shoots the guy. And then it's it's not an invitation. It's it's a, it's like a, a, a truant notice for his daughter, the guy's daughter. Like the whole what? time the guy's telling, please, my da- I have a daughter. Oh, please yeah. don't, I, don't kill me. I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And then what the Joker's holding is a truant letter from his daughter. So I think the Joker killed his daughter. What the <laughs> hell? Kind of, I think it's, it's just fucked up, man. <laughs> it's just a fucked up Joker story. And that's it. And that's all it was. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was DC Nation Zero. And I think it's supposed to be a new magazine like every month. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, just like yeah. little previews, stuff like that. That actually sounds pretty cool. Just yeah. get people interested in books they've never seen before. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like free advertising. Well, not yeah, free, free advertising. Free issue. DC advertising. Nation number one. Yeah, is he, the the Rogel Czar, that that new Superman villain. Yeah, the guy that just popped out of nowhere. Bendis yeah. created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on the cover of the next one, which is supposed to be free. It says. Okay, cool. So, so yeah, and that's the thing. Like, comics need to think outside the box to get people interested in these stories they're trying to write. You know, something. And that that sounds like a really cool idea there. So, yeah. So shoot, is it my turn again? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. All right, next book we got is um. 
hunt for Wolverine adamantium agenda. Okay. Okay. Uh, this I haven't book, read any of these. I haven't read. I didn't know there were more than one. I just know this one, and I'm lost as fuck as what's going on. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I know anyway. Uh, basically, how the book starts out, it starts out years ago in Tribeca, New York. You know, uh, Eli, you're familiar with New York, right? There's a Tribeca. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. So there's a bomb there. Uh, a shield agent is on this on the scene, and this is years ago when the New Avengers were there. Now the New Avengers team, well, you know, Bendis team, whatever like that. Is. Basically, the team on the scene is uh, Spider Man, Wolverine, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. So it's those four there, and they're basically saying this bomb and shield agent telling them this bomb is about to go off. And Jessica Jones like, why don't you just throw the bomb in the Hudson? You can't touch the bomb because if you touch the bomb, it's gonna blow up in a, a mile radius. You're like, well, okay, but we can't touch it. He's like, but if you flip this switch right here. It'll only blow up in a 200 mile radius. I mean, a uh, uh, 200 foot radius. So it'd be a much, you know, uh, smaller blast radius. But somebody has to be here to push the button. And just going like, oh shit, that's a hero killer right there. So somebody made this bomb to kill a hero. It's saying Luke Cage volunteers are like, well, okay, well I'm Luke Cage. I'm in, invulnerable, so I guess I'll go ahead and do it. And Luke and Wolverine stops. He's like, no, you can't do it because what if you're you're invulnerable? But what if you're not? What if this is to pass your point? You can't do it. Plus. On top of that, you have a kid at home. You know, little Danielle, you got to take care of her. Me, on the other hand, I've never died. So I can take this blast. Don't worry about it. If I don't take it, well, then I just don't take it. You know, and then so Wolverine stays behind with the bomb. And Jessica Jones tells Wolverine, thank you. Because, of course, basically he saved Luke Cage's life by not doing it. So they all leave. And they leave like about a mile away. And then Wolverine flicks the switch. But when he flicks the switch, he says, what? You son of a... So, obviously, he sees something before the bomb goes off. But anyway, the bomb goes off, atomizes him. Gone. Nothing left. Even eats the bone, uh, adamantium, like nothing's left of him. So, they come back to the scene. Tony Stark comes back to the scene also. And they find, you know, uh, Wolverine's body there. And they come back to nowadays, and they bury him. You know, they bury his body. They just like, you know, we told Wolverine that nobody's going to take his seat because, you know, with his mutant genes... And his adamantium skeleton, you know, that's going to be worth a lot of money to some, you know, some supervillains. So they're going to make sure that nobody get their hands on him. Well, turns out he gets up getting stolen anyway. So somebody end up rape, robbing his grave, you know, with the little remains that are left. So Tony Stark calls up the the, the few new Avengers that were on the team, like Luke Cage, Dan, uh, Jessica Jones, and Spider-Man. And like, look, we all made a promise to Wolverine that when he died, we were going to protect his body and now his body's missing. But that's okay because I still got some some contacts in the underground scene that are hosting this supervillain auction. And we're going to go there to find out exactly what they're selling. So they decide to go there. They decide to put on some some fake masks, like some eyewise shut masks, whatever like that, so nobody can tell who they are. So they go down to the middle of the ocean and I guess off Guam, and it goes down to the submarine. It's like a half mile underneath there and everything like that. And while they're there, Spider-Man, of course, you know, making quips and shit like that. He like, you know, for some for a supervillain auction of a bunch of weapons dealers, I didn't expect them to serve hors d'oeuvres. You know, so he's just down there eating craft service and shit like that. And Luke Cage is asking him, asking Tony Stark, like, aren't you supposed to have like some kind of big briefcase or something like that to buy whatever they need to buy? And and Tony Stark is telling him, nah, because everything, everything is done through cryptocurrency now. And Luke Cage like, well, don't you think that's kind of risky? He's like, hold up, you think that's kind of risky? We're in the bottom half a mile underneath the sea, surrounded by supervillains in a in a weapons factory, and you heard about Bitcoin? And he's like, yeah, you got a point. So then they knock on the door, and then the guard that's that they've been dealing with the whole time, I think his name is uh 
Rob's Garth. I might be screwing his name up. Whatever the name. Rob's Garth. Let's call him Rob's Garth for right now. And he said, okay, it's time. The auction is about to start. It's time for us to go. And Luke Cage is like, you know, his mask. And he's like, yeah, it is time for us to go. And then the guard put his hands on Luke Cage. He's like, no. And then Jessica Jones grabs his, the Rob's Garth's hand. He's like, look, unless you are mutually a friend that we have an understanding with, you're not allowed to touch him without my permission. You know, I'll get back to that joke in a second. So then they get into a fight and stuff like that. And Tony Stark like, okay, everybody stop. Rosgar, what's going on? He's like, well, what's going on is that only one of you can go in, not all of you. And so Tony tells the rest of them, look, I'll be the one that goes in. And we just stay in communication. And I'll tell you everything that's going on. That way you can hear what's going on. So he walks into there. And he sees all the other supervillains. And they all got masks on. He can't tell who is who. It's just like they can't tell who is him. And then the the female auctioneer starts off like, okay, the first seller, go ahead and stand up. And it's some big muscle dude with a fake Iron Man mask on. He's like, he shows him like, he pulls out this tablet. He's like, okay, I know you guys are here to see this one thing. And guess what? I have the genetic marker and the genetic DNA of a supervillain. The entire thing, dude, if you want to clone this person or if you want to do whatever with this person, you can do it. And this person is Daniel Cage. Apparently, you know, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage's daughter. And they're like, what the? F and that's how the book cuts off, you know. So, I thought it was pretty cool for what that's it is. Not, except, that's not a confusing. Yeah. Yeah, except my whole thing is that how did I thought Wolverine was. Hello? You there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I thought Wolverine was alive already. And I thought he died by getting like molten adamantium on him. Yeah, they mentioned nothing of that, of the adamantium. You know. And so they mentioned nothing oh, of that. Wow. Yeah, they didn't mention. I've never heard of Wolverine having any issue with the Tribeca or being atomized in the Tribeca. This, so it feels like some kind of Elseworld story or some shit, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's weird, you know. Especially when uh, the new Avengers broke up before Daniel Cage was even born. You know, and Tony Stark okay. was with them because they hated Tony Stark because Tony Stark called S.H.I.E.L.D. on them. So this timeline makes no sense. I'm sitting here trying to piece it together like, did I miss something? Or like, I, I don't know. So I'm just going to treat this like an Elseworlds story, you know. But before I get back to that, remember that joke I told you earlier about, uh, about the mutual friend? Okay. Okay, that caused some controversy online because, you know, everything causes controversy. So yeah. apparently, you know, because Jessica Jones made the comment about we have some some me and Luke Cage have a mutual friend with an understanding that's only allowed to touch him when I say so. Obviously, that means that they had a menage a trois. They had a threesome with somebody that they know of, probably superhuman, which means one of them is bisexual. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so that created some kind of uproar and stuff like that, like, oh, blah, 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 you know, so nobody knows what's what, and they, you're pushing your agenda, all that, like, calm the fuck down. For all we know, she might have just been joking and might not even saying anything, but, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's just funny. That, so people are like, why are you trying to make Luke Cage gay? Why are you taking our characters? Like, nobody said Luke Cage was gay. Wait, wait where are you getting that from? You know, so one line of dialogue <laughs> is just sent the internet into a frenzy, so. Hey, you think uh, Marvel has learned this story? Things. You think Marvel has learned the lesson, but then they're right back into it right next week. So, <laughs> who knows what they do next week after this? Uh, overall, I give the book. I give the book a four to five because, like I said, it was a fun read. 
And as long as I don't think about how it fits in the timeline, it's fine. So I'm not even, I'm just, there's some else worship to me unless somebody tells me differently, you know, and that's just how I'm going to treat it. So, yeah. That's, that's all, all I right, got. Cool. Well, I'll talk about, uh, you know, comic book fans bitching. Um, <laughs> 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 Barrier by Brian K. Vaughn. Okay. You know, dude who does, uh, you know, Saga, of course, and uh, Paper Girls, both of which I haven't kept up with. Um, <laughs> uh, now this is another free comic book I got, um, and it it's it's told you it's you have to read it like it's a centerfold, like you fold it on its side and read it sideways. So it's you like a I mean? huge splash it's page a, or something. Yeah, but it's, I mean they're not all splash pages, but you have to turn the book on its side and like like it's a Playboy centerfold. You know what I mean? And okay. read it like that. You know that's, that's different. Um, it's, yeah, it's different. It's, you know, experimentation through the, you know, the medium, mm -hmm. which is fine. Also, the book is half in Spanish. So I didn't know what they, I don't know Spanish, so I didn't know what half of the, what you're saying, but visually I can get the gist, you know what I mean? So it basically takes place on this border town in Texas where this rancher, she gets, um, she finds one of her horses dead with the decapitated and skinned. And she's uh, basically thinks, you know, uh, the, that it's basically the drug cartels are using her land to transport drugs. And this is they're sending her a warning that, you know, that they're going to use her land to smuggle drugs. Mm -hmm. So she basically her So it's it's basically told in, from two points of view. It's her story, this this rancher chick. And then you find some like uh, some. This uh, Hispanic guy from, I think he's from Honduras, Honduras, and he's trying to get up. He's trying to cross the border from Honduras, and he's like going through all this, uh, you know, paying like, you know, you know, smugglers to get him in on the truck, and it shows him, you know, being chased through, you know, the woods by, you know, border agents and all that shit. So it's kind of like, you know, these parallel narratives where you see her side of the story and she's basically goes, she's trying to find like uh, help to help, you know, find to people to guard her land. And all she can find are like these racist, you know, militia guys who will just shoot anybody crossing the border, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, um, and then you see this kid basically struggling to make it across the border. Um, yeah, he's hopping trains and shit and, you know, swimming across rivers. And um, one night, you know, she's uh, she hears something in her backyard and she, you know, uh, guy starts. She hears a scream like in her backyard. So she goes out with a gun and finds the guy, you know, in her yard. He fell in a ditch and she's got her gun drawn on him. And of course, he doesn't speak English. So she's like, you know, put down your backpack, don't move, blah, 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 don't reach for anything. And he's like trying to, you know, tell her something, you know, because he doesn't speak English. And he's reaching into her backpack and you think she, she's about to shoot him. And then all of a sudden this bright light like goes, like shines on them from above. And they look up and it's just this big, giant alien spacecraft. <laughs> mm. And they start getting sucked up into the air. And then the book just ends. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it, it's definitely it's got it's 
definitely making a commentary on you know social issues and all that. And then like all, like of course what Brian K. Vaughn does, he comes from out of nowhere with some wild shit. Like what the hell? And now well now I want to know what happens. <laughs> okay, is, is he the guy that did Runaways? Did he do Runaways? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if have, have Saga. I. I know, I know he's done something. Let me see. Let me let me look this up. Let me see. I'm, I'm trying to think if he's. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think if he's done anything that I read before. I, like I said, I never read Saga. I heard good things about it. Uh, I heard you know Paper Girls. Never read anything about it, but just trying to see. Yeah, yeah. Paper Girls was a lot of fun. I was really into it, and now I just kind of fell off. I haven't. I'm not up on it, and that's the same thing. It's just like, you know, all of a sudden he just creates this mystery. You know what I mean? This. Mm-hmm. You know, like, whoa, what the hell is that? What the, I, I didn't see that coming, and now I want to know. And I, you know, <laughs> so this is kind of in the same vein, but people were bitching about uh, the format because it was on its side, mm-hmm. because it's a little thicker. I think it was a little thicker, mm-hmm. and they couldn't fit it into a normal bag and boarded bag. They couldn't bag and board it. Right. Okay. So people, so people were bitching. Comic book fans, you know how fickle they are. Right. Bitch about you know? everything. And yes, he did do yeah, runaways. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, they were whining because this is they can't fit this into a bag a normal bagged and boarded. They can't bag and board it like a normal comic. So they're you know, it's ruining their childhood now. So <laughs> <laughs> they're forty years old, but it's ruining childhood, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I give it a four out of five. I like it. I'm intrigued. It was really well done, really art was really cool. Um and I'm, I, yeah, I would like to know what happens. It's just like with every other his stories, it's like I just fall off and stop, you know, stop. Uh, I stop reading them after a while because I just can't keep up with there's so much shit to read. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's always <laughs> something new coming out. So we, we try to keep it as yeah. best we can. Uh, shit, Batman White Knight came out. I didn't even bother reading it. Maybe the last story. I don't know. Just whatever. I, read oh, yeah, it I heard a, about that. Yeah, I read in a graphic novel and, and be done with it. So. Yeah, other than that, we, we got any more comic books to talk about. I think that's all I, I, I I'll got. I'll go over Pumpkinhead number four real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Yeah, so Pumpkinhead number four, for those who don't know, Pumpkinhead's an awesome horror movie, one of my favorites, where this uh, demon of vengeance, if you wrong somebody, you can go to this redneck uh, witch in the woods, in the backwoods, and she will conjure up this demon to go and kill everybody involved that, uh, you know, that has wronged you, and but there's a price. The price is you die too, and you feel the pain of every death that this demon kills. So everybody, everybody the demon kills, you feel that pain. Um, so in this story, basically, um, a drug sort of this this sort of redneck uh, drug dealing family, this drug cartel in the redneck woods, they. Uh, are involved in a hit and run accident that kills some kids of another family, and that guy conjures up Pumpkinhead to go kill them. So the the, uh, the demon come, Pumpkinhead comes and starts killing all the you know the mobsters, the redneck mob. Um, they find out about it and they're like, hey, you know this is Pumpkinhead. This is an old backwoods legend. Um, but there's a way we can counter this. So what the drug cartel does is they find, um, I think it's Haggis's sister, the, the, the witch, and she conjures up demons to fight Pumpkinhead. 
So this is all coming to a head. These other demons, there's a sloth demon. It's, I think they're based off the seven deadly sins. There's a sloth demon, this big fat blob of a monster. There's a lust demon, this hot chick with like tentacles, you know, coming out of her back. Um, there's a, I, I think a, an envy demon. And so that's basically what's happening. The, the demons are coming and they're starting to attack Pumpkinhead. And, um, it's, it's, it's basically, it's monsters against monsters now. You know, of course there's a side plot of the, the, the sheriff is investigating everything and they're like, Hey, we, uh, it, it basically ends where they're saying, you know, the, the only way to stop this is we got to kill the person who conjured up this demon. And um, and it's Tagus, the witch, you know. So that's what they're going. So it ends with them, this, you know. That's what they're gonna go do. So there's one more issue. I've been digging it. It's a cool. Like I love the movie. Um, I love the story. I think I still think the art is a little too bright. You know, it's very cartoony. You know, I was look. I think I think it could be a little more stylized. But other than that, I've been digging on it. I give it a four out of five. Okay, pretty cool. Like I've never seen Pumpkinhead before, but it sounds interesting. Yeah. Sorry, you know it's a lot of uh, horror movies I haven't seen, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that being said, shoot, any more books we got? Or I think that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. No problem. That's all I got. We, we'll read. Well, we won't read anything next week. Sorry. Uh, all Deadpool. <laughs> Uh, like I said, if you listen to this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, definitely give us a shout out or review or share anything like that. Then listen to our sister podcast. Like I said, we have a uh, Geek Sav, which also hosted by Eli. So definitely listen to that. Uh, we have other podcasts, which uh, I can't remember any of them. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, this Geeks and Comics, Comic Cast. It's like they took off some time. Which one? This Geek? This Not this Geek and Comics is always recorded. Well, I, yeah, I finally listened to one I think came out last week. They usually they usually uh, pretty on time. They're pretty much like the most faithful one. Uh, Comic Cast I was recording. Uh, Hulu TV. I don't know what they're doing. Get Valiant now. Get Valiant. They need to get on their schedule, especially with all the stuff that's happened over there. You know, uh, and Instruments of Destruction. Cause like I said, some interesting stuff happening in Hasbro, so they'll talk about that stuff. Um, other than that, like I said, next week we're going to talk about Deadpool. Hopefully, we we'll get a chance to see it. I don't know. I haven't even got my tickets yet. I don't know. It's going to be a rough one. These movies are coming out too quick, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's funny we're saying... Yeah, it's funny we're saying Deadpool is going to be uh, Infinity War. We don't even know if we're going to see it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we heard it was going to beat it, so... Uh, That being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel.
Another one bust the dust, hey, hey! Another one bust the dust, hey! 